But today's winds were the worst she'd... The girder jolted again, and the high-pitched shriek of straining metal cut across the whistling wind and humming cables. Chilled, Taya jerked her head up, looking for the source of the noise. There. One of the wire ferry girders, suspended in midair several yards away from her, was starting to bend under the weight of an approaching car. Gears ground and began to spin as the heavy wire cables slipped, loosening as the girder started to buckle. Taya leaped to her feet, banging her head against a low strut. She winced, looking around. Didn't anyone else see the danger? Yes. Wire ferry workers were racing up the tower ladders from a nearby station, alerted by the sound of straining metal. But they were far away, too far away to do the people in the car any good. The people in the car. Oh, lady, she groaned, unsnapping her safety hook and tucking the strap back into her harness. Even though the rational part of her mind was screaming warnings about the danger of flying next to a collapsing girder, of maneuvering around wires that could snap at any moment, she was already dredging up memories of old aerial rescue drills, calculating wind direction and target height, her best angle of attack, and the load-bearing capacity of her Andium armature. Heart pounding, Taya slid her arms back into her wing straps and crouched. It had to be done. Her armature tugged her upward, its buoyant ondium straining against the weight of her compact body. Shifting to put her head into the wind, Taya threw herself into the air, her boots smacking the girder for extra thrust. Metal girders shot past as she plunged through their deadly network. As soon as she was clear of the support structure, she threw her arms wide, snapping her metal wings to full extension. Broad ondium feathers closed as she swept her arms downward, propelling herself up toward the endangered ferry car. She kicked her tail set down and slid her ankles behind its bar. A gust of air tugged her and she rode it aloft, then swept her wings again as the gust veered off, broken by an obstruction current from the girders around her. Metal shrieked again. Wires snapped and twanged. Time was running out. Taya strained forward, flying up and over the ferry car to get a clearer grasp of the situation. Two passengers clutched the car's leather-covered seats, an adult and a child. The adult was wearing robes and a mask, and exalted. Scrap! Taya swore and wheeled around, searching for assistance. Engineers were scrambling over the braking girder, but she could tell from their hand signals to each other that they weren't in any position to help. A small group was trying to string another support wire through the struts, to keep the straining girder from crashing hundreds of feet to the streets below, but that wouldn't help the passengers if the car cable snapped. One person at a time, she counseled herself. The wind was suddenly icy on her face as sweat trickled down from her hairline. Just concentrate on rescuing one person at a time. She circled back to the ferry and began to break, her tail set down and her wings cupped. She kicked her feet free. Momentum and uneven winds sent her crashing into the side of the car. Taya's knees buckled against her chest and she gasped, twisting one hand out of its wing straps to grab a service handle on the side of the car. An arm reached through the window and caught the harness straps along her shoulder. Taya looked up and saw a woman staring at her, her dark eyes wide but her ring-covered hand gripping the leather harness like iron. Taya breathlessly nodded her thanks, 
then took a tighter grip on the door handles. The woman released her and Taya yanked the ferry door open, grabbing the sides of the door frame. Her ondium wings scraped against the sides of the ferry car and she flinched. Take a reek, the lady said, her voice shaking. She swept up the little boy at her side. Save him. Arik screamed, staring at Taya's goggle-masked face, and tried to kick away. He couldn't have been any older than four, his round face still free of cast marks. I've got him, Taya said. She braced the edges of her feet against the doorframe to steady herself as she took the boy from his mother. Ignoring the child's shrieks, she pressed him against her stomach and snapped safety cords between his legs and under his arms, just like the practice drills had taught her. It wasn't as easy with a squirming child as it had been with a stuffed dummy. I'll be back as soon as I can. The mother nodded.